Reasons Managers Need to Coach More. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hello, Rory. Hey, Paul. It is great to be here. It's wonderful to be here and uh, spend this time talking about the power of coaching and how it can really impact your own potential, but also your organization's potential. I, I have, I've tried my best to ask this question in as many different ways, but it really is the crux of what's going on and what you're trying to do. Uh, why the skill set of coaching? Why do you devote so much time to that? I've just discovered that it's by far the most powerful skill any manager can have. And uh, once I saw the results of it and once I saw the impact it made in culture on individuals, the results, the bottom line, um, the profitability, I just said, people, everybody's got to be doing this. I truly believe you're at a, co- a competitive disadvantage if you don't coach your folks. Yeah. So that's the key. And Yeah, and the the – the podcast and your to- and the topic is coaching for potential, but really, if you don't coach, you're going backwards, right? Absolutely, and, and particularly if your competitors are coaching, you're at a huge disadvantage. So, I really con- I, I consider coaching uh, the competitive tool of the next uh, 20, 30, yeah. 50 years. Uh, the Gallup organization just came out with a new book called "It's the Manager." And what they've discovered is that 70% of the results you get in your organization are directly attributed to the managers who manage their folks. So if you've got managers who work more effectively and coach more effectively, guess what? They're going to get results. And we see that. But Gallup has now done that with literally hundreds of thousands of surveys to say, guess what? It's the manager. And so with that mindset, I just want to make sure that people uh, learn how to coach and use those tools to make their organization much better. And what you're saying is that coaches should – they should spend up to 15 minutes a, a, a month and then do a performance appraisal at the end of the year, right? That's all they should do, right? I wouldn't say. No. <laughs> Coaches, sh- so we should coach more. Absolutely. And, okay. And, and, you know, and the thing is, people, you, you're, you're not going to lose time. What people tell me is, oh, I don't have time for this. No, coach instead of the, the old way you're doing it. The old way you're doing it was telling people what to do. Go do this, go do this, go do this. Now with coaching, you say, okay, we've got this task in front of us. How would you like to do this? How would you like to handle it? What would you like to do with this? And then guess what? You get ownership, you get engagement, you get involvement, and you get better results because what you want to do is create awareness and responsibility. And by telling them something to do, you don't create any awareness mm-hmm. and responsibility. They just, okay, I'm going to do that. And if it's wrong, they'll come back to you and say, it was wrong, and guess what? You're the one who told me to do it that way. Yeah. But if you ask them their question, how would they, get in, how would they do this? What would they do? How's the best way for them to do this? And the world of their priorities, where does this stand in their priorities? Can you get this done by Friday? What's your perspective of it? Who do you need in your team? By asking all of those questions, you can get engagement and involvement, and that's the important key. And so there's lots lots of, 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 and I've heard you tell this before, that managers and leaders, they view coaching as kind of my silly little suggestion of just kind of part of their job. But really, it's an immersive thing Mm -hmm. where you're doing it all the time, right? Not only are you doing it all the time, but the amazing thing is talking to a CEO this last week, and he's just been learning the process with me, and I've been teaching their management team how to do this. And so he had a coaching moment with one of his managers, 
And he said she didn't even uh, know that he was using the Grow model out of Whitmore's book. <laughs> he said because it was a conversation. I said that's exactly right. Um, if you're doing it effectively, the employee doesn't even feel the, the prick of the needle. They don't even feel like they're being coached. Right. They feel like it's a conversation. You're asking, you ask, and you want their opinion, and that's the important key. Mm-hmm. And so that's just, uh, uh, and th- and that leads into the concept today of of talking about you Perfect. know managers, why we should coach. Why do we mm-hmm. need to coach more? And, you know, there's managers who coach, and there's managers who don't. Um, but leaders in the latter category are not necessarily bad managers, but they're neglecting the effective tool to develop their talent. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't coach, you're not developing your talent, you're not using your effective tool. So you're really, it's like trying to, you know, if you were a prize fighter and you wanted to, you wanted, were fighting for uh, the world championship, would you walk in and say, hey, tape my right hand behind my back. I think I can beat them without mm-hmm. all my tools. Well, you might win that fight, uh, but the likelihood is very remote. Right. You know, probably 100 to 1, you're going to win that fight as, against somebody who is an you know, equally talented prize fighter that's using both hands. So you've got to use all the skills at your uh, ability. And so managers have got to see the coaching as an essential skill of achieving their business goals. That's really the, the most important key. You know, you, d- you do a lot of coaching for financial institutions. Right. You've never heard a CEO or leadership say, you know what, ATMs and online banking, we don't do that. That's old style. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. But this is a kind of a similar type thing. Well, we don't it, – it's new technology, folks. It's new way of, mm-hmm. of approaching things. Mm-hmm. That you have to do to be competitive. Absolutely. And, you know, I was just delighted that Gallup came out with their d- data saying, you know, it's the manager and 70% of the results you get are from that. So, um, and then what the, the most of the biggest criticism I get is most managers will tell you they don't have time to coach. And it, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of replacing how you do it. How do you go about it? And and also the, the key of, of leadership or the key of coaching is if you really want to retain your budding leaders and you want them to gain to grow, uh, and you want to make them become solid players in your organization, you've got to take coaching to do that. I was talking to a millennial recently about two weeks ago, and I said, why did you leave the organization you were at? And he said, they just didn't coach me. They didn't, mm. they didn't lead and guide. And he's been helping me with this process, and he recognizes that you know, he just wished people would have these conversations. And so you're losing your talent, and you're not developing your talent if you don't coach. So uh, the manager's you know, these managers are not unlike artists who look at the material and imagine what yeah. they could be. Um, you know, Michelangelo said there's there's a sculpture in every marble, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the, the artist's job is to pull that sculpture out. Um, I think it's the same thing with management. There's, there is truly great potential in every individual who works for you. You wouldn't have hired them, okay? You hired them, <clears throat> excuse me, you hired them to work at your organization, so now get the best out of them. And mm-hmm. coaching allows you to do that. And so it's just a great tool that you can use to help the organization move forward That's and a, be that, more productive. It's a great analogy. Da Vinci didn't say, you know what? I'm just a sculpture. I, I don't paint or, you know, I don't do these. He tried to create and tried to move. You know, and, you and could do that every, with people. Use yeah. everything we could. Right, and you make a great point. If, if, if you're not using all the tools at your ability, right. and coaching is one of them, uh, that's the other side of the key. The other thing, too, is if if we don't use coaching, and this is another reason to, to do coaching, is if you're not using coaching, you don't look very curious. Yeah. Uh, 
because curious people ask questions. What do you think we should do? How do you think we should handle this? But if you truly want to look curious, ask people their opinion, ask people their perspective, ask them how they would handle this problem. And all of a sudden, now you look like you're a curious individual. You look like you want to expand your ideas. And then also, you also show that you're open-minded. By asking a whole host of questions, you're not a closed-minded individual. You're not, you're not this individual that just won't do this. And so that's, the, that's another important key. Let me ask you about the effect of, of being curious and being open. Mm-hmm. How does that affect the people you're trying to coach and the rest of the organization? Well, here's an, an important key. Um, I want, Bill Gates asked the question when he was running Microsoft, and he didn't even have you know the, the MS-DOS system. He actually bought that for like $50,000. Mm-hmm. And so then he took that and built it into what it is today. But he asked the question, how can we get software that runs on every computer in the world? His question wasn't, how do we build a, a really good software company, whatever? How do we do this for every organization in, in the world? My question to organizations is, senior leaders ask questions all the time about how to have a strategic organization. Yeah. But the thing that they don't do is, are they having their employees ask the same kind of questions they're asking? Right. And by coaching, not only now you leverage your organization to the point where everybody's talking about coaching, everybody's talking about the process, and it's just uh, it's just an important process to give you that leverage that you have uh, in your organization. And if the more that the leader is open mm-hmm. and curious, the more that everybody in the culture will be that way, right? Absolutely. Um, I do you know, a, an exercise with uh, folks called the, uh, the spaghetti exercise. And the thing that I find remarkable when I do the exercise, if there's ever a CEO on a team, I'll divide, you know, the senior leadership team. And let's say there's 30 people in the senior leadership team of a, of a large organization. And I'll divide them into teams of about five. And so there'll be like six teams there. And the team that has the CEO never gets their spaghetti. You know, they, they try, what trying to do is take your spaghetti yeah. and build a tower. Right. That I've never seen a team with the CEO build a tower out of spaghetti. And the reason being is what happens is everybody, as soon as they I say go, start, all of their heads snap to the CEO and say, what do you think? And now we've got one out of six brains in that team. Yeah. Whereas the other teams all say, well, what do you think about this idea? What do you think about this idea? How do you think about this? And all of a sudden, they have, guess what? The winning formula. Right. Because they're collaborating. They're working together. They're asking questions. What's the best way to do this? Whereas the other team is just working with the CEO. And so if you lead from a perspective of I've got the answers and I'm the smartest guy in the room, then guess what? You may be the smartest guy in the room. But you're not as good as that other team over there. That's right. And just, and just you're, you're the only one providing any of that, uh, mm-hmm. that those solutions. Absolutely. And so I think you know, when, when talking to managers, one of the things that they ask me is, you know, how do I get this started? What is, what is the first thing to do? And I think one of the most important uh, for managers when to start coaching, one of the first steps is to find someone in your organization who's good at it. Either listen to the podcast, uh, get John Whitmore's book, Coaching for Potential, um, or get uh, coaching um, – Coaching for Breakthrough Success by Peter Chi and Jack Canfield. Those are two great books for coaching, and I would highly encourage those as the starter set Mm -hmm. uh, for folks to coach with. And then from that is find somebody in your organization who is really good at coaching. And I found that almost every organization that I I start with, there's always at least one individual who already knows this process. But they're not so arrogant that they're saying, I don't want to be taught this. They're saying, how do I refine my skills? And so they, they're willing to go through the education that we give them, even though, doggone it, they're pretty good. 
Yeah. And so I think that's that's the another key. Then also the second thing that's very important for managers is to understand before you start to coaching, you need to develop a culture of trust mm-hmm. and a solid relationship with your folks. If you don't do that, you are not going to be uh, successful at it. There's just, just no way you're going to be successful in that process. So it's just a very, very important key. And the third thing you need to learn is to say, you know, get some basic principles of, manager, of managerial coaching that will help you develop your own expertise as a coach. Like I said, do those. Uh, listen to this podcast. I think if you listen to several of these podcasts, you're going to get a real good concept of what it is to coach and how to coach people. It's really just asking questions and involving them in the conversations rather than telling them what to do, get them involved. Right. And then finally, the mindset should be uh, focused on people that you're coaching. Always remember the main principle. Coaching is about them and not you. And I just think that is so critical to our success is to recognize that it, you know it's, it's never about me. Right. Um, you know, I, I had somebody ask me a question recently in a meeting and they said, you know, how can we help you be more appreciated? And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. It is not about me. Mm-hmm. It's never about me. If, if we ever had that mindset, it's about me. I said, what it's about is how can we as a team help our employees be more effective? And I changed the whole discussion about saying, you know, don't, you know, how can we make your job easier, Rory? Or how can we work with our team better? Things like that. It was really, how do we as, as, as a group help those folks improve their skill sets. And that's the paradigm shift that really moves and changes cultures and organizations. Absolutely. Just get, getting that, oh, well, it's not about me. It's about us. Absolutely. And it's about the team. And the other side of the coin is, too, I see a lot of managers who say they think they can climb the corporate ladder um, by building their own personal career or building the, you know, their skill sets, the mm-hmm. things that they learn. Truly, the the magical point of this, and we talked about this in the McGregor article earlier when we did it, and it's probably episode 25 or something like that. We'll have to go back and do it. But but the important key there is, you know, where they were focused on how do they build their team? How do they build the organization? How are they being curious and to do that? And, um, and I just think with the tremendous pressure that is organizations are under is that coaching will help them become rapidly increase their global competition. And I think that's the important key. We're facing so much pressure. How do we, how are we successful and how can we, in fact, be more uh, uh, more effective as leaders. And I think that's the important key. So I think an effective leader is someone who's willing to empower their employees to identify and develop their own talents and to hold them personally accountable and responsible for that. So I just think that's a really important key. Well, well those are, are ways that you need to um, coach more, mm-hmm. not less, more. Right. Those and, are the reasons. Absolutely. And, just, and switch your mindset from the perspective of oh my God, this is something I have to do to something that gives you the ability to be curious and find out more about your employees. Because the other side of the coin is too, and we also know this of managers, that if they know the strengths of their individuals and they put them in the right spot in their organization, then guess what? Their team performs better. Just like any great coach, NBA coach, hockey coach, anything like that. When, when they put their team members in the spot where they have their best and most effective skill, guess what? The whole team, you know, if you've yeah. got a great quarterback, and you've got a mediocre receiver, they're probably going to get the ball more effective, more often because guess what? That quarterback is getting into their hands. Right. A bad quarterback and a great receiver, it doesn't matter how great that receiver is. If yeah. the ball is three or four yards behind him or <laughs> in front of him, guess what? He's never going to catch that ball. Yeah. So you know, if, if you can be a great coach, you can make somebody that's mediocre even better because you're helping them with the right process. 
Well, if people want to find out more and mm-hmm. uh, maybe seek um, some guidance from you or mm-hmm. even your services, how can they get a hold of you? Absolutely. I coach all the time, and it's RoyRoland.com, R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D. And also we've got Coaching Manager University, which is another great tool that we have for folks. They can give me a holler and say, how does that work? All right. Well, thank you so much, Rory. Thanks for joining us, folks. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.